Welcome to the Josie Bass podcast series. We take listeners beyond the printed page where our authors reveal what motivates and inspires them to write about their groundbreaking ideas. Hello, this is Danny Scoville with Josie Bass, and today I'm talking with Stephen Denning, author of the recently published The Leader's Guide to Radical Management, Reinventing the Workplace for the 21st Century. Stephen Denning is a leading writer and consultant who consults worldwide to organizations in the areas of leadership, innovation, and business narrative. He is author of five award-winning books and numerous articles. Welcome, Stephen. Thank you, Denny. Well, let's get started. What is radical management? It's a radically different way of management. In the 20th century, a way of managing with uh, top-down hierarchy is basically not working anymore. And so the book is about discovering, well, what's the alternative? Well, how can we manage in a way that has high productivity, that has disciplined execution, but also creates continuous innovation and creates deep job satisfaction and delights clients? How do you do all of those things at once? So the book Radical Management is about how you do that. And so why the need for this new way of managing? Well, basically, traditional management isn't working anymore. The way in which organizations have been run for most of the 20th century basically is not working. If you look at the um, Deloitte's Center for the Edge shift index, Mm -hmm. it shows that the rate of return on assets for U.S. firms since 1965 has declined by 75%. They're only a quarter, a quarter of what they were in 1965, a mind-boggling statistic. The life expectancy Mm -hmm. of firms in the Fortune 500 has declined from about half a century to 15 years. And if we believe the um, Deloitte Center for the Edge, they believe it's heading towards five years unless something is done. So, and only one in five People doing the work, only one to five of the workers is deeply engaged, is passionate about what they're doing. So these are really stark, grave problems that are affecting traditional way of of running organizations. And so there is really a crisis on our hands, not a a cyclical crisis of the sort of business cycle in a trough, but this is a long-term crisis, which is not going to be solved overnight, but it is much more urgent than the slowdown in the economy and and the current business cycle. So what roles do managers play in this current crisis that you're describing as you see it? Well, they have the challenge of doing things differently. Managers today are typically caught up in organizational systems and processes which drive the practices of traditional management. What I found was that many individual managers were doing things differently, but unless you actually change the processes and the systems and the structure, then these individual efforts are short-lived. So it really is going to be something that in order to have the change stick and be sustainable, it, it is going to require support from the top. But nevertheless... As individual managers explore and um, make inroads and innovate in the way that they're doing things, uh, that is, of course, laying the foundation for the future change. And it's interesting if you look at Ford, which in the 80s and 90s had a couple of the most productive factories in the whole world, better than Toyota, better than any other firm. But they didn't stick. They they didn't take in the Ford culture. The Ford culture crushed them, and it really 
was only until 2006, and you had a new CEO, Alan uh, Malaghi, uh, who um, actually embraced what they've been doing, and now it's become part of the whole culture of Ford. So that uh, maybe the, what we will see is that individual projects will flourish, but unless they get support from the top, the risk is that they will be short-lived. Wow. And so how does communication change in this new world of radical management? Well, it's one of the seven principles that uh, radical management comprises. I mean, first, it's delighting the client, um, not just producing goods and services, but delighting the client and working in self-organizing teams and working in short cycles and delivering value to clients at the end of each cycle, being radically transparent, being much more open than a traditional bureaucracy and leveling uh, with people as to what's really going on in, in the workplace, continuous improvement, the sixth principle, and the final principle, interactive communication, storytelling, adult-to-adult communication. The traditional organization has really been a hierarchical scene in which bosses give orders and instructions and command and control for the, their employees and, right. and really do not treat their employees as as responsible adults. This is about really leveling that playing field, if you like, and having interactive communications with stories and questions and open-ended questions uh, so that you're actually having a conversation and solving problems together rather than talking down to people. If you put all of those seven principles together, you really have a a starkly different workplace from traditional Mm -hmm. established organization. So where do companies who want to thrive go from here under new radical management? Well, they have a choice. They can keep doing what they're doing. And if right. you look at those statistics <laughs> from the shift index, it's a, it's a fairly bleak future. Or they can decide to take the future into their hands. And uh, this, in one sense, is, is a very simple thing. It's really acting the way you would act if you hadn't been trained by business schools or read management textbooks about how organizations are run. It's really a very human and normal way to act. But changing the whole organization once it's operating in the traditional manner is really a huge mammoth undertaking. So the the change agenda will be as radical as the change in management itself. And if it's done in a top-down kind of way, and the CEO comes in one day and announces, this is what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, here are the, your marching orders, then it won't work because that would be simply a repetition of the traditional command and control kind of structure. Right. So it, it's going to need a, a much more flexible and interactive and open way of communicating and persuading people that this is the way to go. And storytelling, of course, is going to be a huge part of that. Springboard stories that will inspire people to change the organization, inspire them to work in a different fashion. That is the way in which this will happen. And when you see the successful organizations that have done this, as I talk about in the book, that's the way it's been. What's striking is about these characters is that they're very good storytellers. They're very good at telling stories about how this worked and why it worked and how it's going to work in the organization. They inspire people to adopt this way of operating. So there's going to be a, a very substantial change agenda. And lastly, is there a key message in your newly published book? 
this is about a different way of thinking and speaking and acting. And it's it's really part of a broader social change that I think is happening. In a couple of thousand years, we've really been running the world through hierarchies. But these days, when people are so more and more educated, in which they have access to information instantly, it's unacceptable to be treated less than an adult. It's less than someone who's responsible. And you see this in this political sphere that the great tyrannies of the world have been having a hard time. I mean, I, I looked at the Soviet Union for the first 40 years of my life thinking that how could such a vast, impregnable structure uh, not live forever? And then suddenly the Berlin Wall came down and it was gone. We look at these huge organizations today. They, they look similarly um, impregnable, grim, fortress-like, huge amounts of money. It's, it's difficult to imagine that they are disappearing as rapidly as the t- statistics show. But the world is changing. And this book talks about it in the management sphere, but I do believe it's part of a much larger and broader social change that's occurring in the world. Well, thank you so much for your time, Stephen, to come and record this podcast with us. Thank you, Danny. I've been talking with Stephen Denning, author of the recently published Josie Bass title, The Leader's Guide to Radical Management, Reinventing the Workplace for the 21st Century. For more information on this or other Josie Bass titles, go to josiebass.com. To find out more about this title and all Josie Bass publications, please visit www.josiebass.com. That's J-O-S-S-E-Y-B-A-S-S dot com.